0: listening to the fitness matters podcast and this is episode number 10 Well, hello and happy today to you, my friends. I almost said happy Sunday, but you know what? I know that some of you don't actually listen to this on Sunday when it comes out, so happy happy whatever day this is to you, my friends. I am Paula B. from paulabfitness.com, and this is the Fitness Matters Podcast, where every Sunday, or whatever day you're listening to it, (laughs) we talk about the fitness matters that matter to you, and today we are talking about the secret to making things happen, and I have to tell you... I thought about this title so much more than an ordinary person might think about really, truly anything. But that is that is my secret to making things happen, is that I totally overthink things. I, I don't love the word secret. I don't love putting that in my title. I don't. I It feels sneaky. It feels clickbaity. It feels like too much sometimes. And yet, I have to tell you, it is so appropriate for our topic today because this is... This is something that I honestly didn't truly fully realize until very, very recently, and as soon as I figured it out, it was like, oh my gosh, this really is the little secret hidden thing that you need to do every time you want to get something done. Specifically, I mean, because this is the Fitness Matters podcast, we are talking about your fitness goals, you know, losing weight running a marathon, getting in shape. Whatever whatever your fitness goal is, this is the secret thing that you need to do. Now, we have talked about we have talked about goals because I'm I'm trying to decide. Is every single episode about goals? I mean, kind of I'm going to say that every episode in some manner or another is about goals. I've already told you like how to get your goals. You know, you pick a goal first of all, and then you make a plan, and then you work on your thoughts about that goal, and then you follow through. I mean, it's, it's a very straightforward, if not easy, process. And yet, every single one of these steps has a hidden obstacle for you that you need to do and i'm going to tell you right now that that secret step is to give yourself permission i know that sounds super weird right you're like wait what <laughs> what do you even mean by that it sounds ridiculous but but follow me here i'm going to i'm going to walk you through my brain and my process and i know that you know i for those of you who are you know friends with me or are in my group on facebook or have subscribed on YouTube. I have a little bit of access to knowing a little bit about you, especially if you have like a profile picture or something like that. I know that we're alike in a lot of different ways. I know that lots of you have curly hair and I love that. I know lots of you wear glasses and I love that. I know that well, I mean my demographics tells me that 87% of you are women. Actually, I don't even know what my demographics are on the podcast. I know that on my my main workout channel that 87% of my audience is women and that I think I'm at 40% now, age 40 and over, which makes me super happy. I'm excited about that. I know that we have a lot of things in common, but maybe, maybe this is this one thing that we do or do not. I am a rule follower. I mean, I mean like you don't even know. I love rules. I love to be super, super, super clear on exactly what it is that I am supposed to be doing. It is truly one of the hardest parts of me being an entrepreneur and making my own rules that is so difficult for me. I I like to be told what to do and I'm there, I've said it. I know that makes me sound to some of you like <sighs> Like, I don't even know what. Like, there's something that comes up in my mind when I say I like to be told what to do that makes me feel weak, maybe? So that's why I'm not usually keen on on telling people how much I love to be told what to do and how much I love to follow rules. But the fact is, I really do. Like... In the world I like that there are laws to follow. In my daily life I give myself rules about how to behave and what to get done and my to-do list on a daily basis to, you know, run my business. In my communication with other people, this has been this has been a lifelong challenge for my husband and I. He's not much of a talker, which I know is super funny and ironic to lots of you because I talk so much. It works out, I promise. But he has a hard time communicating exactly what he wants from me, and I love to know exactly what he wants from me. We recently did some some home renovations. We got new flooring, and it was awesome because somebody else did the flooring, and thank goodness for that, but we did do a little bit of the work ourselves. We took out all the old carpet. We took out the old baseboards, and when it came time to do the the flooring in the bathrooms, we replaced the toilets, and so... You know, the the guy is laying the flooring and he's getting through the house significantly faster than we expected to. And my husband came rushing and he was like, hey, babe, come help me move the toilet. And I was like, okay, great, but stop right there. And you need to give me really explicit instructions. Like, what am I picking up? Which one of us is walking backwards? Where are we taking the toilet? What are we going to do with it when we get it where it's going to go? Like, give me more to go on. I wanted some rules. Now, this might be a little bit excessive for you. I totally get that. I, I'm as as previously mentioned, I overthink everything. So, so for me, this is all just part of living in my brain. But maybe, maybe you are not like me in that way. Maybe you are a little bit of a rebel, a little bit of a fly by the seat of your pants, a little bit of hey, tell me I can't do something, and I'll I'll prove you wrong, kind of a person. But I'm gonna point out to you that even if you don't think you like following rules, that there are still rules that you apply to yourself. You, even thinking of yourself as a rebel, follow that rule. I know, it's weird. But the fact is, no matter how we think of ourselves, no matter how we make our way through the world, We are always, I mean truly, constantly measuring ourselves either against or in relation to other people and the way everybody does things or the way we want to do things or the way we think other people are doing things. There's always a level And lots and lots and lots of times, it's totally subconscious. It's not something that you are thinking clearly in your head, gee, here's this rule that I'm trying to follow. But there will be a rule that you're trying to follow. And the fact is, when we set ourselves this new goal, we have this list of these kind of preconceived ideas, these rules that... If we were not following them, we would already have our goal. You know, setting a goal is something different. It's something outside of our current rule set. And it means that we have to think new things, do new things. And when we're trying to do that, we need to give ourselves permission to be different from the way we've been before, to be different than the way we see things, to be different than the rules that we've already been following. And I know, I know, again, that there's something about that word permission. It, for me, personally, brings up kind of that same thought as when I said that I like to be told what to do. It's almost like a weakness or a submissiveness that I personally would like to rebel against. And so when I'm using this word permission, I really had to do some thought work around this. And yet, and yet, I have proven to myself again and again and again that what I am looking for when I am trying to do something new is permission. Now you might be wondering, I mean, who in the world is this permission from? You know, allegedly. And... In different scenarios, it's, again, I'm going to use air quotes, from different people, different rules, different ideas, different thoughts. Let me give you an example. I grew up in a family who, uh, my parents valued sports. Like, we watched sports all the time on TV. We went to sporting events. My dad worked at a community college. I, you know, I went to so many basketball and baseball games and football games. I mean, we we were all sports all the time. My parents though did not actually play any sports themselves. They encouraged us kids to. My brother played, I mean, geez, my brother played everything. He was on a soccer team for years. He played basketball. He played baseball. I don't think he ever did football. He was not a a big dude, which is kind of funny because he's very tall and big now. But when he was a kid, he was not like a big guy, like a football kind of guy. So, and and, I mean, my parents signed me up for all kinds of sports that I promptly quit (laughs) because I did not enjoy any of them. I did not feel good at any of them. I did not understand the value of practicing. I, yeah, there, there were lots of, <laughs> there were lots of sports. I specifically remember t-ball. That is the thing that is going through my head right now is I played t-ball for, I'm going to say like two or three weeks. I mean, not long at all. So I developed this, this thought model around being athletic, being sporty, enjoying sports that, Athleticism, in so many ways, is valuable in other people, but not necessarily in myself. And so as an adult, I would, I would go back and forth on this athletic thing. You know, I would join the gym, and then as soon as I would feel like, hey, I'm kind of, you know, getting some fitness here, I'm getting some muscle, I'm starting to look a little leaner, I would stop And I did not understand for a very long time. I told myself lots of different stories. Oh, I didn't really enjoy that. Or, I mean, in many cases, oh, I moved away because I was going to a gym at a college that I went to. And then, you know, I went back home or whatever. So I had lots of reasons in my mind for why I never continued to develop any sort of an athleticism or any sort of a fitness routine. But then when I found a fitness routine that I could stick with, that I really enjoyed, that I loved, in fact, when I discovered running and felt like I was good at it and I wanted to continue it and I wanted to be athletic at it and compete at it, I butted up against all these rules about whether or not I personally could be athletic, whether or not I personally could be competitive, whether or not I personally should exercise at all. Shouldn't I just value this in somebody else? And I had to give myself permission to be athletic on my own terms, in spite of my own history, what I had seen modeled from my parents, what I see modeled in the world at large. I had to allow myself to think new thoughts and be different. And maybe maybe you're butting up against this sort of a thing in a way that that you're not really aware of either. You know, maybe your family of origin or even your current family. Maybe somebody in your family struggles with their weight. Maybe lots of people in your family struggle with their weight. And maybe it's hard for you to see yourself as somebody who wants to set a weight loss goal or a fitness goal or a goal that you stick with because of the people that you know, the people that you spend time with and the struggles that they have. And in society, I mean in the you know, the greater picture of the world, there is a lot more modeling of behavior of people who don't stick with things, of people who do value overeating or over drinking or pleasure over setting personal goals. There there are so many messages from the media, from social media, from people you know in real life that it's difficult to fight against when you want something for yourself. And honestly, that is one of the main reasons why I have this podcast. I, I know that there's not a lot of messages in the world that say it's okay to wait for you to want something more for yourself. It's okay for you to be different. It's okay to want something better. I love talking about stuff like that because I had to allow myself permission to want more, permission to be I hate to say the word better, but different. Different from my family of origin, specifically. Thankfully, I mean, thankfully in my family that I created... My husband and I kind of went along this athletic journey at more or less the same time, and it's been very supportive and very nice and really paved the way for me to be able to give myself permission to be athletic. It's it's significantly easier for me in that sense, and it's something that I hope that I can be for you. If you don't know anybody who is our age and our circumstances, who thinks of themselves as athletic, who sets huge goals for themselves, you know me. I do that. I am athletic. I set big goals. I want more and different for myself. So you might be asking yourself, why in the world is this so hard? I mean, yeah, there's the whole peer pressure kind of a thing, but but why why isn't it easier to to give yourself permission to be different? Well, my friends, I will tell you that it always, always, always comes back to your brain. <laughs> your brain is hardwired. Like literally hardwired to go along with the crowd. We have millions of years of this kind of thinking that helped us survive. The fact is, way, 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 way back, being a rebel, being different, setting a rule for yourself that nobody else was going to follow was literally the fastest way to die. I mean, if you left the pack, the herd, the tribe, you were very, very likely not to come back. There were animals. There was poisonous bushes. There was all kinds of treacherous things out in the world that threatened your very survival and your brain, above all else, wants to survive. And part of that thinking means that it wants to be the same as everybody else. And again, I know some of you, my rebels, my rebel bees, (laughs) I hear you. I don't want to be like anybody else. I totally get it. I totally get it. You might have a lower threshold for this following along with the crowd thing. Maybe, I mean, honestly, maybe you've gotten this far in the podcast and you're like, yeah, none of this applies to me. And I'm so impressed by you because this is something that I have truly, truly struggled with in my life. If if you are one of my rebel bees, thank you. I do appreciate you sticking around. I love that you do that. But for my, my bees who who are like, oh, yeah, it does feel weird and scary to step out of line. It does feel weird and scary to be different than my parents, to be different than my spouse, to be different than the people I work with. It feels terrifying. Well, yeah, that is your brain be in your brain. Your brain is supposed to send you signals of fear. It literally makes your heart pound. It literally makes you sweat. It literally makes your mouth feel dry. It literally tries to shut down these new thoughts because new is different and scary and could kill you. Except for the fact that the things that you want, I mean, in this modern day, wanting to be, you know, rebellious by running a 5k or wanting to be rebellious by wanting to be a healthy weight, wanting to be rebellious by setting yourself a goal of a million subscribers on YouTube, those are not life-threatening, like in any manner. There's nothing about them that is legitimately frightening. And yet... Our bodies, our brains, have adapted to send those fear signals to your body, physical fear signals, to stop you from doing something new and different. It's pretty weird when you think about it like that, right? You're like, oh my gosh, no wonder I feel so sick and nervous when I think about meeting my weight loss goal. No wonder I feel so sick and nervous when I think about standing at the starting line of a 5K race. No wonder, no wonder. It's your brain, my friend. And that is the best news in the world. I don't know I, I don't know if this has gotten to the point for you yet where when I talk about this kind of thing where you're like, "Oh, this is such a relief. For me, it has been the thing that has changed the way I feel about trying new things. When I give myself permission and I understand that it's just my brain being my brain, It kind of lets me off the hook. It kind of helps me feel like, okay, those physical fear signals aren't true. I don't have to listen to them. I don't have to pay attention to them. I don't have to follow their rules. I can give myself permission to do what I want. And that permission thing, the permission is part of what can help your brain not send out the fear signals. When you say, I'm allowed to do X, Y, or Z. I'm allowed to eat the right number of calories. I'm allowed to sign up for this race. I'm allowed to put myself out there on social media. I'm allowed to want what I want. It cuts through that part of your brain that has been formed for millions of years that says, I have to be exactly like everybody else. When you give yourself permission to be like yourself, then it feels to your brain very similar to being like other people. It takes some, not all certainly, but it takes some of that fear and cuts through it. Giving yourself permission. Literally saying the words, I am allowed to want what I want. Do you feel how your shoulders like physically relaxed when you thought that about your goal? Do you feel how suddenly it feels a little bit more doable because you have permission? Even if you're not a rule follower, my friend. Allowing yourself... Giving yourself permission to do these things that you want to do. I mean, you've already intellectually, you know that you want them. But this this secret sauce, this secret step will help you on every single part of your journey. When you get to a point in your journey where you are feeling fearful, like you're struggling, like it's a little overwhelming, like you don't know which way to go, what to do, try this. Try giving yourself permission. I'm allowed to not know what I want to do right now. I'm allowed to overthink this title. (laughs) I'm allowed to make a podcast. I'm allowed to sign up for things that I want to sign up for. I'm allowed to want what I want. And see how different it makes you feel. And... If you want to, share it with me because I love to hear from you. I know that for some of you, this was a little bit surprising. And for some of you, it was like, oh, yeah, I totally get that. And I love to hear your perspective. In fact, what I'd really love to hear, because I am super curious about this, do you think of yourself as a rule follower or as a rebel? Because I'm that, to me, is probably the thing that's going to make the difference in whether or not this permission thing is as helpful as I want it to be. And so I would love... Love to hear from you. You know I'm on social. You know how to find me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna over overload that one. Open up the description, open up the show notes. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Thank you so so much for listening this week, you guys. I will talk to you next week.